Two things happened today that if you listen to this program, they shouldn't shock you at all. Well, I say that two, maybe even three, because we were talking about the Chinese whistleblower right when that news broke. It was at least a month ago I remember talking about it. And the doctor, well, now she's written a paper and, you know, Twitter has taken down her account. But we'll get into that uh, later on in the program. First, I want to start off with the former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, finally having enough bravery, being courageous enough to mention the guy's name. And Fox News, this is Fox News now. Now, you know that I am always defending Fox News and saying that as far as Fox goes, you have straight news reporting throughout all hours of the day. Now, when you get to the point where you get, you can, listen, you can even throw, I'll even uh, concede Fox and Friends, you know, you get more or less a conservative viewpoint, but from 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock, you got Tucker Carlson, you have Sean Hannity, you have Laura Ingram. That is the opinionated conservative side of the network. You know that you're going to get a conservative viewpoints from those three. However, this was during the day. This was Harris Faulkner, who I believe is a straight news reporter. I think she's pretty good. And she has a show. She's sort of the leader of the show. I know she has this outnumbered overtime as well. And then uh, right before that is outnumbered. You got uh, five female anchors. And then you got one, as they call it, one lucky guy in the middle there. So I didn't watch the whole program. I've only seen the excerpt from it. But I've saw, I saw everything that went down and everything that happened. They had the former Speaker of the House contract with America. What a beautiful thing it was. Newt Gingrich. And he was on there. This is what he said. Here's the direct quote from former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich. The number one problem in almost all the cities. He's talking about the anarchy. The rioting. The violence, the destruction, the chaos that we see over and over again. We see the videos on the internet. We see them on social media. We know that it's happening in these big major Democrat-ran cities. He says that the number one problem in almost all of them is George Soros, elected, left-wing, anti-police, pro-criminal district attorneys. Well, I applaud the former speaker because finally, finally, someone is getting on a news network and saying who is really all behind this. And now listen to this. As soon as he said it, and Harris Faulkner, who is a straight news reporter, she goes, it's, it's such a weird video and you can see it. It's all over the Internet. She's like, she's like, um, it, it, it's, it's literally dead air. It's silence, it's awkward, it's weird, it's strange. But then she goes, I'm not I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. And as, as she's saying that, you have uh, Marie Harf, which by the way, Marie Harf, is, 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 she is not a news anchor by any means. She's not a straight news reporter. She's an Obama person. So you know you're going to get a Democrat, liberal, trash viewpoint from her. But she goes, uh, 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 no, no, he didn't pay for it. Well, how do you know that? 
You have no facts, no evidence, no proof, just lying right on national television to the American people as your boss did all throughout the eight years of his presidency, along with Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden's the other part of news that, like I say, um, you know, let me just let me run through that real quick. This will that'll be quicker than uh, going into the full part here with Gingrich. He says today, let me be clear. I trust vaccines. I trust scientists, but I don't trust Donald Trump. And at this moment, the American people can't either. So there you go. You would think that maybe this country, maybe Biden would say, I'm glad that Donald Trump and, you know, Pfizer or Moderna or whoever it is really that can come up with a coronavirus vaccine is close to finding one. You would think that he would go hand in hand. He should be united together with the president on this, not still dividing people about coronavirus. But again, the Democrat Party, that is them. They know how to polarize. They know how to politicize and they know how to divide people. It's what they do best not getting clear results for the american people even trying to even trying to help them support them look at how they've treated small businesses all throughout coronavirus it is the, the republicans have had to fight them tooth and nail to get spending for small businesses that for some of them aren't coming back because they had to politicize the coronavirus and that they feel that the best way to go about coronavirus was shutting down everything and still keeping everything shut down. And now having Americans walk around wearing these masks. You know, I can't wait, folks. I can't wait until November the 4th when everything starts reopening. I really truthfully can't. So anyway, that's Joe Biden. That's the Democrat Party. I always make the point on this program that any time, any time whatsoever, there's a chance where maybe Democrats and Republicans can come together and unite. You would think that for, and, and the, they love raising the point, oh, 190,000 people killed because of coronavirus, even though we know that that number is much smaller when it comes to just coronavirus alone. We know that 6% of people have died because of coronavirus and coronavirus has been the only thing that was wrong with them. 6% out of the 100% that that the deaths have been contributed to coronavirus. You know, it's a total and complete, you know, why? and you would kind of think, why would they do that? Why would they want the number to be so high? As far as I'm concerned, it's all about politicization of this election. Any single event, you know, the, the American election, it comes around every four years as far as the presidency goes. And the whole entire world, the whole world stops and looks and watches and sees what we do in this country, which way we're going, who we want, to, what party do we want to be in charge. And for me, what I'm seeing now is the total dismantling the, the, the falling apart of the Democrat Party. I don't even think they know who they are anymore. You know, all they want to do is divide this country. They are so much better at identifying issues and problems than they ever are at solving them. If all the problems in this country were solved, Republicans would be joyous because of it. The Democrat Party, what would they do? They would have nothing to do. 
they 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 couldn't get out and try to try to energize their base and say hey look look at how bad this country is look at this and we can fix it well really can you because you've had 50 years in charge and joe biden 51 years in politics how long have democrats ran big major american cities and they are destroying them because they don't know how to govern they don't know the american people they don't want to they think that this whole country is just New York City, San Francisco, L.A., big, major, liberal-ran American cities. That's who they think is the whole country, and it couldn't be any farther from the truth. So anytime, and Joe Biden, prime example today, yeah, I don't, I don't trust Donald Trump when it comes to coronavirus vaccines, and neither can the American people. Well, you like it or not, Joe, He's the leader of this country with that leader of the free world. So what Donald Trump's trying to do is make sure that American, that more Americans don't die and that we actually have a vaccine ready and available for people so that they're not living in fear anymore. That's what the coronavirus has turned into. It's turned into people living in fear. It's had people are fearful of other people. They're afraid of getting within six feet of someone else. They're afraid of if you, you, you can stand at a restaurant, you got to wear your mask. But once you sit down, that's okay. Every part about this is all an entire joke. The guidelines that have been set forward and given to us, total joke. It's ridiculous. Think, I mean, just sit down, think about it. You have to be six feet away from another person. Is anyone really believing that anymore? except Democrats who want to live in fear right now and want to politicize coronavirus to influence and help them in this election. Every single thing about coronavirus has been tailor-made to Joe Biden's campaign. Joe Biden can't get more than 10 people to come and see him. Joe Biden, no, one's no one is enthusiastic about voting for Joe Biden. No one really truly wants to vote for Joe Biden. And this radical wing of the party, the Antifa, the Black Lives Matter, what do you think these people support? They're not for Joe Biden. You know, now the Democrats are putting forward, settle for Biden. Oh, really? That's such a great slogan. Oh, and how about this? And, and I'll get back to Gingrich in a second. But listen to this. Listen to this tweet put forward by at the Democrats account on the Twitter box. You ready for this? Dr. Jill Biden. All right. If you want to, if you want change in your life, get ready for this now. Get ready. If you want this pandemic to go away so that you can go back to school and back to work and have good health, you have to vote. It's crucial. What? So if Biden gets elected, all of a sudden, magically, the pandemic goes away? <laughs> I mean, you got to be kidding me. This is nothing but politicization right now. That's what coronavirus has turned into. The LA County public health official, we know what she says. Dr. Barbara Ferrer. Well, if, uh, well, we can't even look to uh, reopen the schools fully or go to tier two uh, unless, uh, well, until, uh, let's see, let me pick a date. Uh, did, uh, oh, after the election. All right. 
That's all the Democrat Party has done. So now you got Biden. It doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me. Like I said, shouldn't surprise anyone in this listening audience. Well, I, I don't I don't trust a coronavirus vaccine. I don't trust Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't believe the science. I mean, how many times have we heard that? You know, you got science politicized by the left. You can't even watch the NFL anymore, as I like to call it, the MFL, the Marxist Football League. Can't even watch that anymore. Politicized by the left. Coronavirus vaccine. Oh, my God. Oh, are you really going to take that? But and, and Trump says it. I mean, look at hydroxychloroquine. You know, they, they demonized a drug that we know is safe, that we know works. Because Donald Trump said, oh, he had a good feeling about it. And then they tried to cite an example of this woman who, who may have murdered her husband, who even knows, you know, using the, the hydroxychloroquine that's that's in fish cleaner. You know, oh, oh, okay, so don't use fish cleaner. And then they tried to say, well, Donald Trump said if you, you want to inject Lysol and I mean, it's just it's just lie after lie by the Democrat Party, and then I'd use an analogy that Prince for California catches fire, and then the media run with it as well. That's all we're seeing, folks. I it, uh, Jill Biden. Well, well, we'll have if you want the pandemic to go away, vote for my husband. Oh, really? So Donald Trump, the president right now, who's been working relentlessly, tirelessly. Working with scientists, working with the CDC, working with the, you know, the Dr. Fauci to find a coronavirus vaccine so that people don't have to live in fear. Joe Biden gets on there now. Well, uh, if you want it to go away, well, if that's the only way it goes away. You got to vote for my husband. Incredible. Really is incredible. Anyway, let me get back to Gingrich now. So Newt Gingrich has probably forgotten now. He got off sidetracked. But anyway, so Gingrich is on there. Maria Harp said, no, no, he didn't, with no evidence, no proof. Gingrich says, yes, and uh, he's even got a uh, a tweet out there as well, uh, Gingrich does, and it was back in, well, you can find this one. This was on the uh, the 13th of September. Uh, he's got a link there to Newt's World. I guess it's his uh, podcast thing, The Truth About Soros' DAs. And uh, you got uh, um, as well. Gingrich was even warned about this on here. It is right here, September uh, 9th. You know, almost a, a week ago today. Here's the tweet. Why are some in the left and Mr. Speaker? I would say as well. Why is the news media themselves, any reporter, any anchor whatsoever, why are some so afraid of mentioning George Soros's name? That they scream anti-Semitic. It is his name. He is funding pro-criminal, anti-police district attorneys. Why is the left afraid of the facts? Now, um, before I finish, Gingrich said, you know, Gingrich is on there, Fox News, where it had the awkward situation. He says he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions of of dollars then she cuts him off and he says oh okay so it's verboten so it's forbidden so no so we can't talk about that i mean it's about time that that someone anyone at all and they have to have the former speaker of the house newt gingrich get on there and tell them about it because no one wants to hold soros accountable 
I mean, if Caroline, Caroline, look, and we discussed it last week. Open society. George Soros. Look at this. It's 2016. We've gone through it before on this program. Soros has given more than $30 million to groups working for Hillary Clinton's election in November. This was back in 2016. In 2020, in the second quarter, we know that Soros has given more than half a million dollars to Biden's campaign. The first thing we see is the megalomaniacal, megalomaniacal, I got to slow myself down here, nature of Soros's philanthropic project. Nor, no corner of the globe is unaffected. Occupy Wall Street, Greek immigration policies that you'd think have nothing to do with each other, but they do. The fact is that Soros-backed projects share basic common attributes. They work to weaken the ability of national and local authorities in Western democracies to uphold the laws and values of their nations and community. Black Lives Matter has received $650,000 from Soros-controlled groups over the past year. This is all back in 2016. George Soros has been funding this whole thing since the beginning. It's always been Soros, an evil, evil, evil man that if Soros says jump, the Democrat Party and Democrats all around this country say how high. I don't get it. I really truthfully don't. This is an evil son of a gun. Open Society, the Open Society Foundation, all George Soros, all to ensure that he destroys this country from within. And the Democrat Party, because they want money, they need power, they're fueled by it, they can't do it by actually going out, talking to the American people, actually trying to help them, actually lending a hand and supporting them. Of course, they can't do that. They're in it so that they have power, so that they can point and tell you, I have power over you, I tell you what to do, because I was elected. It's all about money. And the money that we're seeing, the Black Lives Matter, Antifa, you know, we've seen many, many different studies. Go online and find them. To see George Soros, you know, these people coming in from you know, the, the cities that, they're affect, that they um, cause the damage to, people aren't even from there. They're being, they're being brought in. You know, so someone's funding it. And th you know, thank goodness gracious that finally now Newt Gingrich is on there, is on TV, so that people can see it, so that people can look up George Soros. Look at what he wants to do. Look at the policies he wants. Look at what party is in direct ties with George Soros. Now, let me move forward. Kyle Hooten from the Daily Caller. He's a reporter there. Now, I've been warning about Kamala Harris and the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Now, he today outlines people that have uh, uh, benefited from the Minnesota Freedom Fund, who they let out of jail. Here's the tweet. Minnesota bail fund promoted by Kamala Harris helped free man accused of raping a child. He says, uh, here's the thread here. Timothy Wayne Columbus. 
quote, listen to this downright disgusting, disturbing quote. And this is a man that, that the Minnesota Freedom Fund paid, wait for it, between uh, uh, $75,000 and three hundred, between $75,000 and $300,000 to get this guy out of jail. You ready for this? Here's the quote from an eight-year-old, an eight-year-old girl. He, quote, put his thing inside me. An eight-year-old girl told authorities as they investigated allegations that 37-year-old Timothy Wayne Columbus sexually assaulted a child. Not only that, but he is a repeat sex offender. Kamala Harris promoted getting him out of prison. Richard Raynell Kelly Minnesota Freedom Fund bailed him out for between four and $50,000. He broke into his 71-year-old mother's house and left her tied up in a pool of her own blood, skipped bail, and remains at large. Deshaun Germain Boyd Surveillance video Shows Deshaun Germain Boyd knocking a man with a cane to the ground and then stomping on his head before robbing him. The Minnesota Freedom Fund bailed him out. Kamala Harris, okay, and Biden, both together, you know, a Harris administration with Joe Biden. We're promoting this, this Minnesota Freedom Fund. We're letting people like this out of prison, all for it, in total and complete support. Now, do we really want that to happen to our entire country? I mean, they'll let criminals out from all over. You could just ask New York, ask this state, New York. How things are working as far as that goes. Well, you don't have bail? Oh, well, you know, well, you, well, you can get out here. Are you kidding me? How stupid has the Democrat Party become? I don't want anyone to forget this. I don't my one of my biggest concerns about this election. I don't want anyone at all to forget what happened in this election. How far left the Democrat Party really well and truly went you have peter struck today he cannot by the way you notice how many interviews he's given now right promoting his new book compromised peter struck on msdnc says that history will view him and his fellow investigators as quote patriots who were working as hard as we could to defend america against a Russian threat. It really doesn't get much more stupid, arrogant, smug, pompous son of a gun than Peter Strzok. Peter Strzok knew that there was never any evidence of Trump-Russia collusion. He knew it from the beginning. Peter Strzok, by the way, just to, um, uh, you know, Recap, re, re, what's the name? Uh, go back, refresh, there it is, refresh the brain. Peter Strzok's the FBI agent 
that was that's basically started crossfire hurricane looking into trump russia collusion peter struck's also the same man that says trump should lose a million to zero peter struck is the same man who said to uh lisa page is uh the fbi lawyer who well, he was you know it, this is a patriot right he's, he's cheating on his wife having an affair with her and said to uh lisa page no 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 don't worry trump won't win we'll stop it same peter struck that says oh i can smell the trump supporters in walmart this guy is supposed to be a patriot the guy that on january 24th 2017 interviewed lieutenant general michael flynn 33-year veteran of this country and 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 said he when he left no i know i didn't didn't seem like he was lying to me but then changed the interview to make it seem as though michael flynn was lying that is the peter struck that thinks he's a patriot that people will look back and say oh yeah yeah no this was this was a very fine man you sure about that peter because in my eyes, you're nothing but a sleazeball. And the president has called him worse names than that. This is a man that should be in prison. For the power that he had and the way that he utilized it against the president of the United States. And he was the president at that time. And the way that he surveilled the campaign. And, and you know, we, we, we know how the FBI acted. No, 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 keep the investigation into Crossfire Razor. Keep that, keep that open. Because they were going after this man, Michael Flynn. Because they knew that he knows about the intelligence community. And, and, and him serving as National Security Advisor didn't fit what they were doing. Because he, it, they all knew that if this came out and he found out about it, then people should be prosecuted. That's why every single thing that came from this, all process crimes, when they have nothing else left, it goes to that. That's what they bring forward: process crimes, all throughout. You know, lying to the FBI, lying to Congress, that kind of thing. And they, they, they get you to. They, they, you know, Lieutenant General Flynn basically took a bullet for his son because they were going to go after him. And the whole, you know, Paul Manafort and taxes and FARA violations and everything we've seen that came through this entire investigation that we all know was a lie from the get-go, all from the start. The FBI, Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page, they all had chances over and over again to stop. They didn't. You know what I always argue is what makes good people and bad people in this world is... The difference between them is when you are faced every day with a choice of right and wrong, if you continuously choose right over and over and over again, then guess what? You're going to live a good life. You're going to be a good person. However, if you choose wrong every single time it's presented to you, if you know you're doing something bad and you have the opportunity to stop it, like the FBI did, why didn't they take that? They hated Trump that much. All of them should be prosecuted, every single last one of them, because who knows if the FBI did this before.
who knows if the FBI, if there if there's no consequences for these people, who knows if the FBI will do it again and say, ha ha, we got away with it this time and we're going to continuously do it. There needs to be repercussions and consequences for the actions. Peter Strzok saying he's a patriot. What a total moron. Now, how about this? Chinese virologist who says COVID-19 was made in Wuhan lab. Well, what happened to her? Twitter suspended her account. Incredible. Is that not incredible? You would think that someone like this, you'd probably want to hear from her. Dr. Li Meng Yan, a former researcher at the Hong Kong School of Public Health, went dark on the platform after she accused China of covering up evidence that the deadly virus, World War, the entire world without violence, came from a lab in Wuhan. They don't want the people to know this truth. That's why I got suspended. I got suppressed and I am the target that the Chinese Communist Party wants to disappear. She was on last night with um, Tucker Carlson. Uh, now, Tucker said, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. So I'm going to assume you're not an anti-Chinese racist. So it's not clear why Twitter would shut you down or why you're being ignored by the rest of the U.S. media. And by the way, she wrote this entire paper, okay, uh, two days ago. Unusual features of the SARS-CoV-2 uh, genome suggesting sophisticated laboratory modification rather than natural evolution and delineation of its probable synthetic route route you know listen philip ward to get through all those words good lord god bless but anyway that's her paper and what it says is that here i'll give you a little excerpt i worked in the uh world health organization reference reference lab which is the top coronavirus lab in the world in the university of hong kong and the thing is, I get deeply into such investigation and secret from the early beginning of this outbreak. I had my intelligence because I also get my own unit network in China. I get involved in the hospital. Also, I work with the top coronavirus virologist in the world. So together with my experience, I can tell you this is created in the lab. And also it is spread to the world to make such damage listen this is a chinese whistleblower you know you gotta sort of take this with a grain of salt but remember matthew um matthew lao and uh lao y86 that youtube video saying that this was in a lab you know we've been going at this since uh, let's say march april even now we have this whistleblower we talked about her before talked about her a month ago or a month or two ago uh, right on this program I remember recalling it I recall it and why isn't why isn't this woman right this this you should really question this because I do how come no media outlet whether it be ABC NBC CBS how come they're not begging her for an interview this is a woman that is allegedly she's saying Listen, China created this. They created this in a lab. They dispersed it throughout the entire world. And by the way, in an election year, 
That's what China did. Why does no one want to know her whole entire story except an opinion person on Fox News? Tucker Carlson, like I said, between the 8 and 11 hour, you have Tucker Carlson. He's a conservative. You know what you're going to get from Tucker Carlson. That's the only, only person that I see do, wanting, wanting to even do an interview with her. It's, it, it's incredible. Well, let's move forward. Get ready for this, this uh, headline in the Epic Times. Nearly 2,000 uncounted July ballots from New Jersey primary. Where were they? Whoa, found. Where were they found? Found in Ben. Oh, all right. More than 1,600 ballots from New Jersey's July primary election were found by Sussex County Elections Board officials in a, quote, mislabeled bin. Board of Elections Administrator Marge McCabe said in a statement Monday that the 1,666 ballots, that's funny enough, cast in the July 7th primary were found on September 10th. I mean, good Lord. Two months after the primary dates, July 7th, it's, it's now it's September 10th where this is being found. That was stored at the county elections board office, quote, secure area. The mislabeled ballots were counted and certified by the Sussex County Clerk's Office. Once the state attorney general's office was notified of the matter, the New Jersey, um, this was originally in the New Jersey Herald. The Board of Elections is confident that all ballots received have been processed and the security of all the ballots has remained in place. That's what McCabe said. She says that the new tally did not change the outcome of any Sussex County primary election in any race for office for any office, Republican or Democrat. I love that there's a thing in here. Well, by the way, and just because it didn't change any uh, results there, you think that's gonna that's won't change uh, results in November third's presidential election? I don't think so. And by the way, I'm not willing to take that chance. There's even a little excerpt here. Malin ballots concerned. President Donald Trump earlier this month raised concern over the viability of a universal Malin ballots ahead of the November 3rd election. Trump's re-election campaign has sued to prevent the use of drop boxes in the Pennsylvania uh, in the Pennsylvania over voter fraud concerns. Now let me get into the president. Well, the president. Now we were talking about Jim Cramer yesterday. Mad Money, Cray America, Jim Cramer. He has apologized over and over and over again now that it's just getting old. And, you know, I like I said, I'm a fan of Jim Cramer, and I'm sort of even getting over it now at this point. But, so he's on there. I made a stupid comment. Now, the president this morning tweeted to Jim Cramer, Jim, you didn't make a mistake. It's true. And that's why you said it. No pandering. Now, right after, uh, well, right before that, he also tweeted, Democrats are heartless. They don't want to give stimulus payments to people who desperately need the money and whose fault it was not that the plague came in from China. Go for the much higher numbers, Republicans. It always comes back to the U.S. anyway, one way or another. Now, I love what uh, the um, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has put forward this whole, um, 
commitment to America. He's got the Republicans helped build the greatest economy uh, in a generation. And the American way of life was thriving with Donald Trump as president and a Republican majority in the House. We will do it again. The, uh, the president himself retweeting that. And if uh, you go through it here, commitment um, to America. And he was saying um, that, you know, every single person, you know, the 435 members of sitting members of Congress and the new uh, the people that they want in Congress, the challengers for the Democratic seats have all signed it and they are, you know, all in on it. And for me, what I say, listen, follow the leader, you know, follow the man that is going to get you the get the ball over the line. Get the football over the, the end zone, whatever you want, whatever analogy you want to use. If the president's on board with it, Kevin McCarthy, every other Republican, you know, if they want to be in the House, if they're already in the House, follow through with it. For the Republican senators as well. There's never going to be a better chance for the Republican Party to hold the presidency, hold the Senate, regain the House. Folks, it is all on the line. Do you want unity? Do you want divisiveness? That's the difference between Donald Trump, Joe Biden. Democrat Party loves to divide people. The Republican Party loves to bring people together. Work towards, you know, the, the more greater union that we could have in this country. And, we're, and, you know, if we have more unity, I mean, that's fantastic. We're the greatest country in the world. Never forget that. The Democrat Party wants to tear that down, whereas Donald Trump has this incredibly huge, massive love for the United States and all the freedoms, the liberties, every single thing we hold near and dear as citizens of this great country, it's all on the line. November 3rd, those freedoms, those values we have, the principles we have, those all go away. If Joe Biden's elected, if Biden's elected, Soros is elected. You know, you got a Harris administration with Biden. That's what she says. Kamala Harris, who lets criminals out of jail, that Kamala Harris, that'll be the president. We know it won't be Biden. My goodness gracious, he can't even speak anymore. I'm not willing to take that risk. I'm not willing to gamble with the greatest country in the world and everything we have done. I, for one, love this country. Unfortunately, it's, uh, uh, the Democrat Party doesn't. Donald Trump does. The choice to me, I've said this before, on November 3rd, just could not, could not be any clearer. The only decision, the only possible thing, anyone who supports this country who loves this country, who is all in for the United States of America. The only decision, the only result that we need to have on November 3rd, November 3rd is to ensure and guarantee that Donald J. Trump is reelected as the 45th president of the United States.